it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Oh, I like the ring of that. (laughs) (laughs) It has been quite the weekend. It has been an insane, bonkers weekend. But I'm not complaining. I loved every second of it. I love that you're bringing up the word second because today we are going to be talking about time. Okay. And just dance around that word. Nice. And some themes that have been coming up. Uh, well, at least for me, and I don't know if it's the same for you. And I think it may be. Um, one of the biggest news is that it is time for the Shameless Band to release their EP. It is finally time. that, that You have to put that finally in there. Because, guys... I'm telling you the truth. We've been trying to get this thing out for months now. So we originally said that it was going to be done and ready by January of this year, which is 2022. And so you can just imagine we are now approaching June and we are now able to release it. And and the thing about it is it's such a labor of love. And the time was well spent, When, if you ask me. Can't complain about it at all because, I, like I said, it was just a labor of love. And I enjoyed every loving second of it. Mm-hmm. So I promise, guys, this is going to go somewhere. And I have just been all over the place, but not all over the place, if that makes sense. There are just some things that have been popping up that let me know this episode needs to be about the time we spent with people alone, the time we have left, although we don't know how much time we have left, but the importance of time. So your album's coming out and it's just, it's at the right time because had it come out before it wouldn't have been done. Right. 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 So that was, that's something we've appreciated in doing these projects is that, You put your best foot forward and yeah, there's a plan, but it's not always going to happen the way you want it to. And there's always a good reason why it doesn't. You know what the reason was, Jen? What? I had to grow a second level of patience. (laughs) That's what it boiled down to. (laughs) Because I was not patient about this, but I've learned that I just have to be patient sometimes. Yeah. And how has that worked for you? It's nerve wracking. My stress level has skyrocketed. But let me tell you something. My resilience muscles in that area have grown tremendously. And I guarantee you, if I'm ever doing a project again, I won't have that issue of like, now, 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 now. Mm-hmm. When it's done, it's done. When, when it's ready, it'll be ready, but not a, a moment before. Yeah. So one of the things, too, that just happened over the weekend is that I was in the studio with you and you let me hear a song that was coming to its close pretty yeah. much. And it's a song. It's one of my favorite ones. So your EP is going to have eight songs, seven right? songs, seven in a bonus. Yes. Right. So seven songs in a bonus. And you guys, this is huge. I spent time where we did with another band in their first EPs, four songs. Awesome. Yeah. Over the top songs for sure. And I thought, Whoa, all this time, you know, you could have released after four songs, but there was that plan. Uh, and so one of my favorite songs is called It's All Right. It's All Right. And I promise you guys are going to love this song. And 
you won't hear it until the EP's released. Is that correct? That's very correct. Yeah. So I'm going to talk to you. You wrote it. Yeah. And so what inspired it? Love. And I'm just being really honest. I can be very corny at times. So if it gets too mushy for anybody, you know, uh, give me like 30 seconds and then come back and (laughs) we'll be back to the normal stuff. But yeah, just um, understanding how I feel about love and how love has affected me, our love, um, being in a relationship and knowing that we don't always see eye to eye, but we're going to be fine, knowing that we've raised our kids properly and that um, they're going to be fine. And so it's just saying Mm. that our love was enough and it's all right. We're going to be just fine. And so if you can imagine life's journey taking you on the highways and byways and and going through all the ups and downs, and trust me, I know there's going to be plenty of more highs and lows in this lifetime. Um, But knowing that, just understanding that our love has the potential to survive. And we can do that if we just rely and lean a little bit harder into love. And that's what the song is about. Yeah. Well written. I I think I listened to it over and over and over. I was like, play it again, play it again. One of the things that really struck me, and we talked about this Corey in the studio was that when the kids were younger, we were, I don't want to say forced, but I kind of do like we had to make the decisions and we had to come together for the sake of the kids. And so I think not, I think I understand where marriages stay together because the kids are young and where there's a possibility for marriages to fall apart when the kids move out, because now you have two adults who have been functioning as parents and now are husband and wife and oh my gosh we're here alone right together what are we supposed to do at this point when everything we've decided on was on the kids now in your case you've always made me priority even when the kids were young and so I felt that and I was very confident in that as your wife Um, and I again wish there were things that I had learned along the way and so I just want to spread that wisdom and give some advice if I can for our listeners who are parenting younger kids. Mm -hmm. Time goes by so stinking fast. And before you know it, you are going to be alone with your spouse. You really are. And you will feel, and you will have the consequences on how you work your relationship with each other now. And so it's really important that there's that balance, right, between being parents and then being partners outside of parenting. Yeah, I had a really uh, good opportunity to share with some friends of mine. Well, I won't say they're friends of mine, but some some gentlemen that had asked me some questions about marriage, love and and children. And they were very shocked at what I said and the advice that I gave because they they were prepared and are preparing. And one of them was actually already in the midst of pouring his all into the children. Just, I'm going to give my, my kids everything I got and whatever I, and I will die for them and I will do this and I will do that. And I get all that, you know, that that's normal thought process. Mm-hmm. However, I highly encouraged that you don't pause your wife 
and you don't allow your wife to just be in a whole nother space. And, and, and we tend to do that when we have right. kids because we want our kids to be the best people they can be and be yeah. successful. But the only way they're going to be successful is if you're successful. If they see you thriving in your marriage and in your relationship, they're going to thrive and, and strive to be successful in their marriages and relationships. If they see you successful in your job and in your career, they're going to strive to do that, too. They're only going to mimic what they see mommy and daddy do. And all kids go through the phases of loving you beyond belief mm -hmm. to hating you at some point in time because of your ask of them or demand of them at certain points in times because they're too young to make their own decisions. And then they'll, they will eventually fall back in love with you for all the things you did and sacrificed for them because we have to sacrifice some time, you know, to take them to sports and extracurricular activities. But it's just so important and so, so crucial to me that you don't pause your, your spouse because you have children. Right. Right. So here we are, kids are grown. We have um, our daughter talking about starting a family, and we shared on that a few episodes ago. And it, Corey, when you look at the number of years we've been together, so a little over 19, I did some quick math, rough estimate of 7,000 days together. Oh. So about 7,000 days in 19 years. And I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but again, we're not guaranteed that we're going to have another 7,000 days no. together. And so every moment, everything we do matters. And I shared with you that I get why people term this phase of their life midlife crisis. And unfortunately, this is where some marriages may fail mm -hmm. um, because we have grown individually because now it's it's me time, right? Even though there's an us it is a me time because we've raised the kids. We have more freedoms now. We don't, we're not tied down to got to make dinner, got to make sure they're, you know, ready for school. They're doing their thing. Um, and for me, I really appreciate that the time that we have left in this life and in it, us together is that we've grown individually, but we've also not just respected one another in, in our individual growths, but have made sure to touch base and to meld it and to bring that, you know, still in this husband and wife thing. Yeah. That's why I appreciate our struggle in the beginning. We had many struggles. Yeah. And we were challenged with a bunch of different things as far as what life had dealt us in career and personal life and, personal understanding and dealing with each other, not knowing each other the way we probably should have when we first met and decided to jump into a relationship. But with those challenges and struggles, it just grew us into much stronger people as a, as a couple. Yeah. And, and now we can really celebrate those struggles. We can really celebrate those opportunities that were posed to us as younger people and, the trips are going to be different. The the mm. getaways are going to be different. It's not about, well, I don't really know her. I know you. Like, mm. I know you like I know myself at this point. So it's easy to get along. And who wants to start that over when you know someone like that, you know? Right, right. And then 
along with that is for me, you know, putting things into perspective and realizing, man, 7,000 days gone and who knows what the future holds. It really puts things into perspective of like, do we really want to argue about something so minor? Do we really want to make this a big deal? And so it has lessened my anxiety or my OCD ways, you know, cause it's just yeah. not that serious. No, it really isn't. So I just want to take the time to appreciate what we have in our marriage and appreciate who we are as individuals and just be on point about the rest of our lives together forever and ever. Amen. Right. Yeah. Cause here's another thing as far as time I spent time with my mom this weekend mm -hmm. and I'm looking at her and we're talking about our age and it's so surreal to think I'm at the stage because when I'm with her and when we have certain moments together, I don't feel my age, you know, I'm still her daughter. So there are times when I feel like still that young 20 year old, something or other. And I still see her as 20 years older than me. And she is, but you know, like from 20 years ago, you know, when she said I'm turning 71 this year, I'm like, Oh my goodness, you're turning 71 this year. Yeah. You know? So that and then we we're talking about my grandmother on my dad's side, and she's well over 90 years old. And we don't know how much time we have with her. So we're, you know, just talking about that. I see my my um dad's aunt who's also aging and what that looks like for her. And we're gonna get there before we know it. Yeah. You know? So what's the the moral or the motto? Of the story. What is it? Help me out here. We just need to spend time with the people that matter and love on them as much as possible while we have the time to do so. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy that to think that, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm hitting 50 this year. And so you're not going to get those 50. You're not going to get those 49 years back. They're gone. They're yeah. gone. We can wish for them. We can pretend like we, well, if you could turn back back time, if, if I had it to do all of and you don't have time, you can't turn it back, they're gone. So whatever I got left, I'm making the most of it. And I'm just going to love on everybody and, and cherish everyone yes. and just really enjoy whatever I have. Yeah. And I I think it's so cool how you said that the theme of the song, It's All Right, was really about love. Yeah. And so your time out spending time with the people that you love and that matter most to you. And I think it's so important that you love what you do, right? And if you don't, man, now's the time to get into something that you're passionate about. Like it is a must. I can't imagine like I, we're starting something new as Genco sound company. The shameless band is moving on to the next phase in, in music. And to think that we get to do what we love in my career too. I, you know, everyone who knows me knows I'm crazy about my career. Yeah, I get to go into other things too and open up my own practice and something that I'm excited about. So if I had to do a check-in right now with 
Am I spending time with the people that I love most? Yes. There are a couple of people that I need to get in there because I love them. And time's just gone. Time has just gone by. Yeah. And so I want to be intentional about that. I love what I do all the way around. And so no regrets. And to be able to say that today and think of people who have gone before us and, you know, family members who have already passed on, friends and things like that. And the time that we had with them, I always think, did I spend the right time with them? Did they know how much I loved and appreciated them, not just in words, but did my actions show it? And if you can say that, yes, that's awesome. Continue that way. If you say, no, not really, start right now, right? So I know it's a little deep, but man, that's just what's been going on in our lives. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you, when you have a romantic song that's attached <laughs> to so many different things, sometimes it just pulls those emotions. So I don't look at it as a bad thing. I look at it as a good thing and, and just really enjoy the fact that we can tap into that part of our emotionalism. Yeah. And I'm hoping that the, the people listening, our friends that are, are sitting to listening to our voices can tap into that same thing as well. It's a it's a blessing to be able to tap into that and know that, oh, I got work to do while I have time to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One more thing. I wanted to backtrack about spending time with my mom and so everyone's spending time with their loved ones. And I had said about you and I, Corey, you know, it's like, is this really worth arguing over? Is this really worth all that? So what I've learned too is that my mom spoke on things that she's so excited over and passionate about. When we speak to people and we spend time with them, it's not our place truly to understand why the heck are you so passionate about this? I don't get it. The fact is, is rejoice and be happy in the fact that they have something to be excited over. It's not my place to understand it. And I'm not saying I don't understand her. I get a lot of what she was talking about. Yeah. But again, if someone's spending time with you and they're excited and they're smiling about the things that are going on in life, or maybe not smiling I've just learned how important it is to not go in with judgment, but really seeking to understand them and what, what makes them who they are and connect to that. You know, it's not on my, if I'm spending time with someone, it's not on my terms. I'm spending time with you on your terms because that's how important you are to me. Oh, I like that. I like that. I'm going to implement that. I think because so many times when I'm, going to spend time with someone is what I'm trying to get done, what I want to be heard doing or, you know, and, and it's just not about that. Uh, especially when you have, um, older people, more seasoned people in your life, it's more important that their agenda is upfront opposed to mine. Yeah. Yeah. So we're celebrating growth and we would love for you to grow with us in the concept of time and, and how we spend it. Speaking of growth, Corey, you surprised me pleasantly when we were out and about this weekend. You were never a big tipper. I'm just going to say that. Like, you always looked at me like I was crazy for for the amount that I wanted to tip everyone. And so we went went out to eat. Yeah. 
and I was ready to put the tip down, standard tip, and then you had said what you wanted to do, and I just thought this was cool, the way you've grown in this and your perspective on tipping. Do share. So you said, I know what it feels like to get tips. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, when you guys perform, you have your cool little top hat out, and you don't ask for tips, but people know that that's a place to drop the tips in. And so because now you're on the receiving end, you are able to understand what it's like to be on the giving end. Yeah, man. Let me tell a quick story. Yes, please. So we played. <laughs> this is it's fun. It's funny, but it's not funny. It's it's sad when you think about it in terms of what you're actually playing for. So we know gas prices are sky high. We also know that um, it being in the entertainment world is like a starving artist <laughs> yeah. at every step of the way. Cause uh-huh. you're always having to buy equipment and all this kind of stuff. So we we played it. I'm not going to say what place we played at. We, we played at this particular place. The, the uh, hat was sitting out there. We were doing a phenomenal job. We were on fire and I think it was like 150 people there and not one person gave us a tip. And I just felt like, wow, can we do any? So when you're on that end of the service, you just learn that you have to, you got to do good by the people that are serving you. Yeah. So I learned a quick lesson. Tip them. And we try to tip cash. Yeah. So they don't get taxes taken out. Exactly. So I hope that you guys got stuff from this between time and tips. <laughs> time and tips. Time and tips during Memorial Day weekend. Well, you know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.